Welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Conversations with business expert authors to learn about the author, their expertise, and to help you find your next read. And now, here's your host, best-selling author and CEO of Influence Network Media, Jody Brandsetter. Katie, welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. I'm excited to talk to you about Fusion. But before we talk about that, tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Yes. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. So I, I've had a very nonlinear career. And so I, I found that throughout that time, I really wasn't sure of what I was missing in each job. Like, what do I want to be when I grow up? And I felt so disconnected, but I realized it was because I wasn't connected to a bigger why in the work I was doing. So I eventually called on the earliest years in my profession. When I first started working, I worked for the Disney company and found that, well, yes, I'm a fan. The intentionality that they gave in the way they would train us and the way that everybody knew when they showed up each day from custodial to ride attendants, animators, executives, everyone, we knew why we were there. We had been trained and taught under an organizational purpose, which for them, I'm going to try and recall it's to create happiness and the finest entertainment for people of all ages everywhere. We all knew that. And so I realized that was a miss in many of my careers. So now I go out and I help organizations connect better with that intentional work in order to better engage their employees and customers. So I show them how to harness that creativity and to find their values to bring their organizational purpose to life. Oh, wow, that's a really big job. That that's that over that's yes. that overarching kind of understanding your purpose and then being able to communicate it down to everyone so they can truly understand why they're there and and what they're doing is impactful to the business or to their customers or, or whoever they're serving. Yes, it has definitely been an overwhelming experience in the sense that I've been navigating this alongside some customers because as I'm better defining my own purpose and my business purpose, it just continuously allows me to experience what they have noticed, you know, with the employee turnover, with the talk of burnout, or even the idea of imposter syndrome. It's something that is very connected to, you know, that bigger purpose and staying aligned with it and really realizing that those daily behaviors and actions that you take are what will make the difference from feeling like you're task oriented, that you're checking off the box every day versus remembering that bigger purpose of why you show up. Yes. And so it sounds like you probably have an amazing chapter in Leadership Fusion and definitely have stories to tell and, and insights to share. So tell me, what was it when, you know, we Influence Network Media kind of approached you to become an author? What drove you to say yes and say, I, I want to be a part of this? So it's funny. I've actually had a couple moments where I've really wanted to write. I have been in education. I have taught language arts. I have written blogs and done all this stuff. But when I first was approached with the idea, I thought, you know, I've always wanted to, but time, time is of the essence and figuring it out. I I love a challenge and I will go down a wormhole just to figure something out. But I recognized that to do this well, I had to accept that I couldn't do it alone. And so having that support allowed me to take a breath, and realize the words that I wanted to get out are 
so purpose driven for me that I didn't want it to get lost because of my own exhaustion and trying to make sure that the book gets launched. It was an exciting experience to say yes. And then at the same time, it was a moment of saying I am worth it because after trying to reach out to different organizations to even be opinion editor or adding in little writings from here and there to different I guess you could say some larger groups being told, well, you aren't, how, how did this one woman phrase it? She said, you don't have the credibility. You've not been published. Now here's the funny part. It was for an education outlet in a media organization. And yet I have two masters in education. I have written research, but because I had not been published in a, another, I don't know, whatever form of media she's looking, she wasn't happy about. It. She said, no. And so me being hard-headed, take the no and said, fine, watch me. <laughs> and so instead the opportunity came and I thought, okay, so here's your, here's your chance to get your voice out when others wouldn't let you. So it all just came at the perfect time and allowed me to really start to refine my messaging as well. Yeah, there, there's always that imposter syndrome or not thinking people believe in you enough. And I am so sad to hear that someone said that to you. And I've, I've heard other amazing people say, well, I couldn't be a keynote because I wasn't an author. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I, I know writing a book is hard and it, it's worthwhile and it helps you get your voice out there. But if you already have a voice, let people speak, you know, like yes. it's just, it's so frustrating. But at the same time, I always tell people you play the game because you got to. And that's part of becoming an author is you are playing a little bit of a game to make sure that people see that you're credible and that you have something to say and that it is powerful. Um, So let's talk about your chapter. So tell me a little bit about your chapter. You know, obviously don't tell me the whole thing. We want them to buy the book. What kind of a summary and, and what are you really trying to accomplish with your chapter? Yeah, this chapter was fun to write because it's taking things back to the very basic and just helping people reignite their purpose, but through understanding that the idea of engagement, the idea of purpose-driven work, it comes to life in the most elementary way. And so for me as a former teacher and, and longtime educator, it made sense to tie it into the ABC. You know, it's that whole everything we needed to know we learned in kindergarten <laughs> mentality that the ABCs are what pull our purpose to life. And so I really spent a lot of time digging into the alignment, the behaviors, and then the three pillars of my company, OneSpark Solutions, which are to connect, create, and celebrate. And so walking people through what that looks like and how that will help you become more intentional in your work. When you're working with your clients, that first initial conversation, what kind of information are you trying to get from them to help them with kind of solidifying that purpose and being able to, you know, have the strong backing of what that business does? One of the biggest pieces that I got very dis disheartened by over the years in my career was how often people in leadership positions would dismiss the value of relationships and say, oh, you spend too much time talking to people. And I, in my mind, I'm like, well, that's where you learn the most. I'm very much into nonverbals and understanding the actions, the, the words that people use. And so when I'm first sitting with somebody, it may just be a casual conversation. I could be in line with 
a future client at a baseball game and be talking, but because of the things they say and the behaviors they make or those little movements, you can tell those points of contention for them. And so when I first work with clients, it's really about paying attention to the gaps in what they're telling me. They don't know their blind spots. That's one of my favorite questions. What is your blind spot? And then people start to rattle off what they think it is. I'm like, you, it was a trick question. Don't answer that. (laughs) Because those are where as a visionary for me, it's been very powerful to start to acknowledge those to people. And they're like, well, how did you know that? Well, because I could pick it up from what you're telling me, from what I've seen in the environment here and what I, I hear the future goals being. So then being able to vision cast, taking that, mapping out what it is they want. And then all of a sudden they're like, yes, that's what it is, but we don't have the funds. We don't have the people, blah, blah, blah. And letting them then see it in a way that is aligned through the behaviors that they can control and then how they can connect, create, and celebrate again within the means they have today. Kind of opening it up, getting them to kind of see where they want to go, what they want the business to do, and then maybe start to, that's when they should start to look at course planning, strategy, how can they get to that level, and then also make sure employees kind of see that vision, know that vision, feel that vision, so that they are doing what they, you know, helping the company get to where they want to go. Yes. Wow. I like that. I I need that help, Katie. Um, I mean, don't we all? That's what it's like. Do I do this for individuals, for organizations? Yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) It is. I mean, I really think that, you know, through my career, one of the things I did with my teams was we would always build our own vision, mission, and passion statements. Um, for us. And they always aligned with the companies, but we really took what we did and saw how it connected and then found the words that inspired us to want to, you know, keep going. Because, you know, when you're uh, hiring collectors every day in an organization, it's not always fun. So being able to see your purpose, see how this impacts the business helps you kind of push through some of those hard days. Yeah. And, and that's exactly it. Understanding that on the hard days, when we do have tasks that are not our favorite, because yeah, we don't always get to do what we love every single moment. But when you have that happen, you can call on that purpose. And I was talking to a couple individuals from a, it's a large pharmaceutical company and they're having challenges because they are not able to get on site in different countries yet because of travel restrictions and other reasons. And they're noticing that the engagement from the employee is really scaled back. And once the conversation continued, I started to realize that they were talking about individuals that were in more of a warehouse and production line scenario versus what we typically think of in pharmaceutical, where they're carrying the lunches into the office and happy little day. And so hearing them, like we want them to know we care, we need them. I asked like, what is it exactly that you see fitting in that maybe they're missing? And one woman said, well, they make the tips that go on the syringes. And without that, we wouldn't be able to package and sell them. I'm like, so basically they're providing this piece that is in turn saving lives because it has to be there in order to get this medical equipment out. And so in that moment, that Dia went, oh my gosh, yes, they're not seeing the bigger purpose. They just come in and see this little plastic piece being shipped out, not realizing that plastic piece is what is making the difference in getting this out into the world. So those little tasks can become a big weight if you are not able to call on that purpose. So yeah, it's identifying your tasks and separating them from the big purpose. 
So there's a purpose, obviously, for being a part of this book for you. So tell me, you know, what are some goals? What are some things that you want to be able to do after you become a author? Wait for it. A selling author with Leadership Fusion. (laughs) Well, when that person reaches out and says, hey, we think you'd be a great fit for our publication. I'm going to first say no, because it feels really good to say no sometimes. (laughs) No, they probably still would be honored. But I I think for me, it's being able to go out and share it, making sure other people hear this. And then once it is out, and once we are at that point of celebrating, I'm very excited because I'm going to Disney World. And that's not even a joke. I am hitting the road that day. And so what better way to celebrate being a published author than getting down there and hanging out with my friend Mickey Mouse. Yes, you can go up to Mickey and say, guess what? I am an Amazon bestselling author. (laughs) Yes, I'll get my button. I always have to get my celebration button when I'm down there. So you bet you'll see it. I'll have to share with everybody. Make sure you know. (laughs) Absolutely. Take a picture and then I will um, crop the book in. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) I'll take my my Kindle with me and I'll just walk around. Here's my copy. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love that you are going to Disney. That's such a fun way to celebrate the end of getting that book out there. Now, any tips for new authors who are thinking about doing the same journey? So writing for me has always been a very cathartic experience. It's very personal. And so it was a challenge to shift into more of that nonfiction, getting it out there, sharing it with the bigger audience. But I think that the same ask I would make of my students is when you're writing, think about it as your thoughts coming to light. And so for a lot of them, when we would be early in a writing stage, that mental block would come putting pencil to paper or the type piece. So we would turn on the audio voice text feature on the computers. And I would say, just talk, tell me a story, tell me something. And by engaging in that experience of communicating in a way they know how it suddenly took down that barrier, or we would do squiggles where I'd have a little zigzaggy line on a paper and they had to complete the illustration around that random line. And from that came to life, a picture. And then from the picture, they could share a story. And so I think when we think about writing, it seems very daunting. It seems like a big ask. But when we talk about communicating or storytelling, it lightens the load a little bit. So to people that have maybe wanted to dabble or have no interest, but are being forced to, maybe they're being told you get to do the newsletter. Just remember it's communicating. It's what we do every day and bring your own voice into it. Do not allow yourself to feel like you have to sound like everybody else. That systemic thought that everybody told me it has to be this way is the most damaging mindset that I still battle every day. So go into it, let your voice shine. It's what we want to hear and find a way that makes sense to you. If you write your entire book by talking to your computer and letting it type it for you, you still wrote a book. (laughs) So yeah, just breaking down the, it's what I like to say, the magic of unlearning. Magic comes to life when you unlearn all the things you think you have to be doing and just start doing it the way that is right for you. I love that. It's very powerful. There is a lot of assumptions in this world that we we think we have to do it one way when actually we should be unique. We should be our own people, our own person, yes. not people, our own yeah. person. Yes. The grand people. people, all of the people. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Kitty, I have loved talking to you. And how can our audience be able to connect with you um, once they hear this podcast? 
Yeah. So I am out on all the socials. I don't always engage on them because it's a lot of socials out there, but you can find me out and about. Best place would be LinkedIn. I am very frequently on there. So I would love to connect and um, just follow along with your journey as well. And I also have my own podcast called One Spark Stories, and it is very much about connecting and sharing perspectives from people on how they embraced that spark, that moment of an idea or a feeling and turn that into their burning platform, how they were able to align it and really connect with people, create new ideas and celebrate their success. Fantastic. Yes. I will put your LinkedIn, I'll put your podcast out there for everyone to be able to share. So Katie, thank you so much for being a part of the Booksmarts Business Podcast. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Booksmarts Business Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show and share this episode with a friend. In the meantime, join our business author community where you can connect with other business authors and learn about becoming an author at authors.influencenetworkmedia.com. Until next time.